Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. Good evening, everyone. Hello. How you doing? Let us know where you're checking in from. Drop your favorite emoji. You already know what time it is. That's right. My favorite emoji for today is going to be... <laughs> My favorite emoji. Drop your emoji. Finger pointing down. Oh. Yep, yep, yes. yep. I like that Drop one. your emoji. Drop your emoji. How y'all doing tonight? Hopefully everyone is good. Drive a little bit more engagement. All right. Yeah. So today we're talking about leadership, talking about one of our you know favorite topics, leadership. So we, we have three favorite topics. We talk about leadership. We talk about marriage. And then we talk about youth empowerment, right? So those are the things that we focus on. Those are the things that we do. Those are the things that we love talking about. Um, you know, one of the things that you want to be able to do is to be able to passionately speak to something that you're good at. And um, be able to relate that message to somebody. So um, people may call us like an elevator speech. So if somebody was to stop in an elevator and they ask you, what do you do? What would you say? Hmm. I equip leaders, enrich marriages, empower youth. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's right? good. And a lot of the knowledge that you have and the things that you're able to quickly and effectively share will definitely save people a lot of time on developing that skill or getting that knowledge when you know that information and you share it with other people. A lot of the information you receive may have been things that you've learned over years and just a long period of time, but you can kind of take all the information and condense it for someone else and that's when we're operating in our strengths. We talk a lot about not, you know, using your time on things that you may not necessarily be good at. Sometimes it's important to, you know, kind of just have a basic understanding of that area. And then, you know, maybe, what do you call that? Um, outsourcing it. Yeah, outsourcing. Yep. All right. So I'm going to just check over here. So oftentimes, you know, we always tell you guys that, you know, we're checking the live just because, um, Sometimes the way that Facebook works is it doesn't tell everybody that you're live right away. So we want to make sure that we are live. And if we are, that way we can kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom is joining us. Hi, mom. All right. Yep. So we can see. There we go. Okay, cool. Now I can see that we are live. Perfect. Yeah, here we go. Cool. Excellent. So today, today, today. Oh, she said from Philadelphia. Via U.S. and Dominican Republic. Arriba! Actually, that's Mexico. So don't do that. All right. So today, whose idea is it or was it? Oh, wow. And go ahead. No, that's good. Go ahead. Um, so whose idea was it? Now, now, why is this a relevant question? Why is this something that matters? Why is this something that's important to you as a leader? Um, and if you're asking yourself or saying, I'm not a leader then I would reconsider, you know, um, you are a leader in every space that you're in. So whether it's on, on the job, at home, you are always influencing or being influenced. 
effective leaders um, influence, right? They change the environment around them. We talked a little bit about this before, the hashtag and then the thermostat, you know, concept. So you want to be a thermostat. You want to be able to change the environment that you're in. You want to be that dominated energy. So why is it that we're talking about whose idea was it anyway? Mm-hmm. And I, um, you know, speaking of that whole concept, whose idea was it anyway, it just, you know, thinking about this, it reminded me of something. Now, you all know, for those of you all that know us, Christian and I have three children, Deontay, Jalen, and Genesis. And Deontay is our oldest. He's 15. Jalen is 13. Genesis is seven. And with these awesome kids and awesome husband of mine, I I love celebrating birthdays for them. Like, I love, like, decorating... <laughs> I love decorating the house and just making everybody feel feel special on their birthday. And tomorrow is Christian's birthday. For those of you all that, that don't know, he's been getting birthday shout outs from Japan because they're <laughs> 13 or so hours ahead of ahead. us. So he's been getting birthday shout outs already. So Christian's birthday is tomorrow. And I... um. <laughs> Yes, I, you were, Desi. What did she say? She was adding on kids yesterday. Oh, for who? She when she was saying TJ. Oh, oh, yes, she was. Now, now listen, like with this 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 passion of mine to just make everybody feel special on their birthday, kind of speaking to my own love language, I always have these grand ideas about what I want. Thank the, you, Desi. What I want the um the house to look like when that person wakes up or, you know, just, just making them feel special. Right. And usually that's my idea. So we're talking about whose idea was it? <laughs> usually that's my idea. And in the past I would get super frustrated because it was my idea <laughs> and everybody else wasn't excited about it. Like the kids are like, you know, standing around. I'm like, okay, y'all gonna help me, you know, with, you know, dad's birthday or, you know, even, even with Christian, you know, Hey, you know, it's, it's Deontay's birthday. It's Genesis birthday, but it was my idea. And oftentimes I failed to share my vision. I just wanted it to be, you know, special for them when they woke up, you know, like Genesis likes waking up to balloons on her ceiling mm-hmm. and all over her room. And she looks forward to that. And Genesis shared that with me, you know, mm-hmm. and, Everybody that in my family kind of gives me that vision and I take that and I run with it. And so I have an idea. And so like even with Christian's birthday tomorrow, I have tried to intentionally, hey, Jessica, I tried to intentionally let the kids be a part of that. Absolutely. That vision so that they can help and take part of that and not feel like, okay, well, this is your idea. So, you know, what do you want me to do? How do I include myself in this vision? And that's what we're going to be talking about today, dealing with leadership. If your leaders have a vision, how do you fall into that vision? How do people respond to a vision in their organization, a vision of their leaders, right? And that's a perfect segue because, you know, when you have an idea as a leader, if you don't involve people, If you have this idea and you just, this is what we're doing and nobody knows what's going on, there's a few things that they can do. The first thing is attack it, right? They're going to attack your idea because they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's not mine. You never ask for feedback. Mm -hmm. They start to criticize it and it start to potentially sabotage the idea. Mm -hmm. Now, Sharita gave you a great example of an idea. So 
she loves to to decorate for everybody. She loves to kind of like do these things to make people feel special. What's important about that is how she casts that vision. If she's able to kind of like tell the kids, and she's done a, a better job of this, I want everybody to feel special. I want everybody to feel loved when they wake up in the morning. That comes across differently than, hey, let's decorate these balloons. Let's put this up. Let's do this. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. If you do that, people tend to kind of be on the defense like, whoa, what are we doing? What's going on? Yeah. This is crazy. And so thinking about an idea at work, you may have had a great idea. In your mind, it's a great idea. But because you are the only person thinking about that idea, sometimes what t- what tends to happen is you're missing a few components to make it a great idea. So in your mind, it's a great idea, but maybe it's just a good idea. And this is not for you to get offended. This is just reality. It's a good idea. If you want to have success, involve people in your vision. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, they're going to attack it. So leaders, just like followers, don't like change. Inherently, we don't like change unless it's my idea. So if somebody has an idea, what I encourage you guys to do is make sure that, one, you get the vision, right? You get clarity as to what that is. Once you're able to do that, you're able to help that leader. Because even though you may not buy into the vision, you have bought into the leader. And sometimes it's important. And and the reason we ask whose idea is it is because, for example, if four of us are working and everybody loves Sharita and she brings the idea, it's well received. Whose idea is it? Sharita. So she brought this idea, everybody's on board because they like her as a leader. So for me, it's important because if I bring the idea, it may not be as well received. So understanding that you need to get people to buy into the vision is important and making sure that they get included in the decision process and and have some buy-in because if you come in and you just give people stuff, sometimes they're like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's going on? And they struggle with that. Yeah, because a lot oftentimes it's more clear in your mind mm-hmm. and to you than it is to everybody else. I don't know how many times I've, you know, tried to share certain things, not only with Christian, but just overall. And you probably experienced that yourself, where you know, you're giving part of hey, you Trent. know, this vision. You're giving part of you know, what you're thinking about and just automatically assuming like everybody else knows all those little details that we may forget to share with people. So sometimes that's what happens with leaders or when people are giving, sharing their ideas or sharing a vision with someone. Absolutely. So another reason somebody may attack your vision is not necessarily because they don't believe in the vision is because they don't believe in the person that's cast in the vision. So understanding that is important. So if you are in a position where you know what the organization needs, the leader isn't you know necessarily liked because of maybe something that they've done in the past, maybe they've not included people in the vision, mm-hmm. your job in the middle of the pack, your job in that organization is to help people buy into the vision, buy you supporting and say, hey guys, we got to gather around and help this become a success because ultimately this is going to help the organization, not this individual. So you got to remove that individual out of the situation in your mind and focus on the 
vision. The bigger vision. The bigger vision, right? So when you find out whose idea is it, the first thing people tend to do is attack it. Mm-hmm. Another thing that people tend to do, and these are negative things that people may do, is they tend to ignore it, right? Mm-hmm. So people tend to ignore a vision because, hmm, it, it's not mine. Going back to it's not being their idea. Because they, it's not their idea, they're like, you know what? Maybe it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe I don't need to get involved. Or it's almost like you send an email. Hey, I need everybody to come down and do this thing. And because it wasn't your idea, you don't support it. One of the biggest things that I've told people is regardless if you are involved, regardless if it's your decision, your vision, it's important that you support people. And here is why. If you want people to support you, you have to support people. What does it look like if I say, hey, let's go work out and I don't show up? Everybody's working out. They're looking for the leader and I'm not there. I'm nowhere to be seen. What does that look like? Does it look like you truly mean what you said? Hey, let's go have fun, but I don't show up. And it's important because the one time that you have an idea and you're not the leader and you try to cast this vision and you put it out there, people are not going to come support you because because you didn't support them. So it's important that if you do not support people's vision, that you, even if you don't agree, go out and support them. Because... As you do that, you will realize that as you support them, again, back to that law of reciprocity, people are going to want to support you. And it's important because we are better together. Mm -hmm. I can do good by myself, but we can do great together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I've seen that so, so many times. You'll have a leadership that will say... You'll have leadership that'll say, you know, hey, you know, let's make sure that, you know, we have good morale in the unit. Let's, you know, let's go out. We're having, you know, this event going on on this date and, you know, everybody, we want everybody there. And then you get there and they're not there. You know what I mean? That speaks volumes. If the leadership that's there, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They're not supporting that idea. They have to, they have to practice you know what I mean? What they're expecting other people to do as well. And, and another reason people ignore the 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 vision, the, the 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 casting of the vision, or maybe that leader, is because what tends to happen sometimes is we tend to feel like we need to hold all the information. Like if if I give too much information, <laughs> it's no longer my idea. Mm-hmm. And if if it's not my idea, I don't get the credit. Guess what? You don't deserve the credit because the credit should be due on to the person that gave you the gift and the vision, not to yourself. So most of the time, a great leader gives away credit. A great leader takes the blame. So for me, if something if something is going on, I try to cast as much out, give as much information out so that you can know exactly what I would love to accomplish, what I want it to look like. It needs to be so vivid in your mind that you start to kind of go, okay, 
I'm getting cold because you got like icicles over here and you got like a, a, a iceberg over here and, and you got ice seats over here. Man, it, it's a little bit chilly in here. You have to p- paint that picture for people so that they can catch the vision. Yeah. Because when they catch the vision, they can transform it into reality. Unfortunately, there are people that are going to do that. They will withhold information. Mm. They will not show up to events. And they want everybody to support them. Mm-hmm. So there's a comment in here. Um, you know, Jessica put, uh, you sound like you are watching over the organization I work <laughs> oh. for. And what's funny is, unfortunately, it's not just your organization. Not just your organization. No. And this is why we talk about these topics. Because we, our, our, our passion, our vision, and our dream is to equip leaders. There are so many people out there that have the right mindset, have the right capabilities, and have the potential to make a difference, but they just don't know how. Sometimes they feel stuck. Sometimes they feel like they're not in a position to make a difference, but guess what? You are. You know, you are, you can make a difference right where you are. You know, every everything that we do, everything that we talk about, we have all of these programs that we can help people with, but you know what? We're not going to be effective if we are the world's best kept secret. My mentor and friend tells me that all the time. Christian, you cannot be the world's best kept secret. So guess what? Our Facebook lives are intended and designed to help us with that. We want to help people, but people have to first know, like, and trust us. And understand that what we bring is value. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring bring these dynamic tools to your organization to help them. Absolutely. Because we've been there. We've done that. We've lived through it. We've gone through it. Sometimes we're going through it. You know, so as you go through some of these things, if you have questions, PM us, let us know, put it in the comments, let us know what it is that you're struggling with so that we can help you. We have tools that can help you just take your, your, and make a difference right where you are. Absolutely. And so, you know, so we talked about attacking it. Mm -hmm. We talked about ignoring ignoring it. it. And going back to, you know, ignoring it, you know, when you talked about, you gave that example of somebody withholding that information because they're afraid to kind of share that credit, you know, with someone else. And it's so important. So going back to the example of birthdays, you know what I mean? Like my, <laughs> my my love and my passion to make people feel special on their birthdays, you know, it was so um it was so encouraging to share, you know, that with with our children mm-hmm. and to see what ideas they had mm-hmm. to yep. To make their their dad, Mm -hmm. to make their dad feel special, to make their, you know, brother or sister feel special, to just make it better. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like they had some ideas that, you know what, I wouldn't have come up with as much as I'm passionate about it. Guess what? There's people that are just as passionate. There's people that are more creative and, you know, different ideas. So using their their gifts and leveraging mm-hmm. their strengths to help even with your vision is so important. Like yeah. you people can make it even better when you yeah. share that vision, you know, with them and don't feel like you got to try to take all the credit, you know what I mean, to yourself. And Absolutely. you're the only one going to be celebrating. You know, yeah. if you try to take and keep it over in the corner by yourself, <laughs> it's no fun. You yep. know what I mean? When you're celebrating all by yourself, yep, yep, you get yep. an accomplishment. We give you credit. You can get the credit and you're having a party of one. You yep. know what I mean? Like it's not, that's not fun. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> um, so, so one of the things that I was just thinking about as you um, were saying that is um, one of the struggles that we have is that as leaders, you know, so this is, this happened to me as a young leader. I, I had all of these great ideas. Well, let me take it back. What I thought was a great idea, right? 
it was a it was a good idea. It was like <laughs> mediocre idea at best, right? However, people feel like if I share my idea and then somebody takes it, that they will get the credit, right? Yeah. Okay, that's true. People can do that at times, and people have, and people, people have, people right? Have done that. And sometimes what will happen is like you know, I'll give an idea, like Jessica said, and they won't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. What you want to be mindful of in these different instances, like if somebody takes credit or if somebody ignores it, is there's going to come a time where the idea is going to come back up. It's going to resurface. Mm. And when it resurfaces, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be hard. Yes. And you need to be humble. Yeah. And you need to allow them to take the idea. And here is why. What you're going to do is by the time that idea comes around, you're going to have an even better idea Mm -hmm. or be able to add more value to it. Mm -hmm. So your job is going to be able to equip that individual and say, what a great idea. And what you're going to do is you're going to put them in a position where they're going to be very, very uncomfortable. They're going to be uncomfortable. Because now you're going (laughs) to say... That is a great idea. Tell me more. Tell me more. Where did that Where did that um, idea stem from? You mm. know what I mean? Why are you so passionate about that? That's a great question. Yes. Because <laughs> they're not going to be able to explain anything related to that, that vision, that idea, that event, whatever it is. Absolutely. Like they, and that will be your segue yeah. to be able to elevate that idea to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And people will know. And people will know where that idea mm-hmm. came from. I promise you, it's happened. And it continues to happen because people want to be acknowledged. So they're going to wait. They're going to come back and they're going to go, oh, 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 so it wasn't your idea to begin with. And, and you don't even have to try to do that. You, your, your job, your goal, your focus is like what we talked about last week when we talked about frustration. Add value to them. Make, make them look so good that when they turn around, the first thing they do is look for you. Like, where's my right hand? Mm-hmm. Where's my right hand? Like every time, it, yeah, I, I can't, can't do, do it without, without you. you. Because yeah. every time they bring something up, their great idea that was your original idea, mm-hmm. you add value to it. Yeah. And hey, you, that's a great job. And you're adding value to people as a means of, you know, your own, like we talked about before, like your own sanity, your own inner yep. peace. So you're not operating in, you know, just frustration and you know, just discord constantly, (laughs) you know, oftentimes I tell um, our kids like, you know what? People are going to make themselves look bad all by themselves. Like you (laughs) do not need to help them out. Let them get in trouble by themselves. Let them look bad by themselves. You don't need to help them out. You can, you can literally sit back and be quiet and let that person make themselves look foolish all by themselves. Like you, you don't need to help. We don't have to go and say, oh, well, yes, so-and-so did this and this and that. I, I can guarantee you they are able, very capable of making themselves look foolish all by themselves without us, mm-hmm. you know, adding, adding fuel to the fire. You know what I mean? Like they, it's going to burn. <laughs> and, and that's why it's, it's critical that you understand. And, and I love this quote. It says, champion an idea is difficult when you didn't create it. Yes. <laughs> it, you know, like if you didn't make it, you yeah. can't fire it up. You can't get behind it. So when they come up with this great idea, hmm. They're going to be looking for you. They can't go, woo, I got this. Or, you know, like, you know, um, or trying to like stiff arm people like, hey, you can't come around us because this is my idea. They can't do that because they don't know. They don't have the, they don't have the mindset. They don't have the skill set. They don't have the tool set. set. Absolutely. Right. 
So we talked about attacking it. We talked about ignoring it. Now let's talk about like maybe a, a better, you know, still not the best thing, but like being able to adapt the idea. So these are three critical components that you have to understand that people do when it comes to a vision, right? People will either attack it, they'll ignore it, or they'll adopt it. And these are just three that we're going over today. We'll get yeah. into a little bit. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more details, more. Yep. you know, on our next leadership episode, right? Yep. And so with this one, you know, what people are trying to do is they're trying to trying to find a way to align with the idea, mm-hmm. trying to get behind it, right? So say, for example... Um, you know, I want to make sure um, that everybody on at work understands that there is a there's a, a, a right now we're going through a phase where we're trying to phase out smoking. Right. And the smokers get a break. However, it seems unfair that the people that don't smoke don't get breaks. Mm. And so my policy is everybody gets the same amount of breaks. So whether you're a smoker or you're not a smoker, we all get equal amounts of breaks. Mm -hmm. Well, I have somebody that comes to me and say, I don't agree with that. Okay. So what I would do is instead of allowing them to cause a scene, I will pull them behind closed doors and we will have a conversation as to why they don't agree. So why do you not agree that everybody should have equal amount of breaks? Well, if they're not smoking, what are they doing? Well, if you're smoking, what are you doing? I mean, like, really? Like, my, my concern is that it needs to be fair and equitable across the way. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's smoking and they get a 15-minute break, then this person that doesn't smoke can get a 15-minute break, do whatever they want. I don't care. Go watch Facebook. I don't care. It needs to be fair. Mm-hmm. However, if you don't agree with the policy, there's two things that you can do. You can leave or you can get in line. Right? And so what we want to do is we want to make sure that it's fair. So if if you don't agree with that policy, then we need to come up with a better solution. Mm-hmm. We don't smoke during work. That way nobody gets breaks. Oh, that's not cool. Okay, cool. So then you have to align with that yeah. policy yeah. because you can't do for one and not for the other. That's like having kids. I can't do one for Deontay, but not for Jalen and Genesis. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have employees, if you are a leader, if you... If you see policies like that, it's important for you to identify some of these gaps because these are some of the areas that you're going to have contention. This is where people are going to struggle and then butt heads because, oh, so-and-so gets a break and they smoke, but I don't get a break. Mm -hmm. And I got to work through lunch. Right? Make sure it's fair. Mm -hmm. Make sure everybody adopts the policy and aligns with it. That's critical because... You know, we often have these these policies and these things that don't line up with with being fair across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, another thing you can do is like learn to find a way that that whatever it is that that policy is, that vision is, that it fuels the organization's success. Yeah. So if if I'm struggling right with with breaks, right, going back to the breaks and the smoking example, and we have a hard time with people getting um, tasks done a fair policy would be everybody doesn't get breaks you get a lunchtime mm-hmm. and then during during the the time you come in to lunchtime there's no breaks you can smoke at lunchtime and then from lunchtime till we leave no breaks, no breaks. that way it's fair and it adds value to the organization if people say hey it's unfair blah blah blah, blah. listen 
it, it's a snow smoking policy. So you can smoke on your lunch break, but you don't smoke in between work hours. Wow. Yeah. That way it's adding value to the organization. It's helping the organization and you're not being unfair or inequitable. Right. You have to be able to do these things because as leaders, you're going to have to make tough decisions. Not every decision that you make is going to be liked. Not every decision that you make is going to be a great one. So you have to be able to stand firm with your decisions. You have to be able to stand behind your decisions. And then when people ask questions, you got to be able to validate your decisions. Absolutely. And it's so important that you make the right decision, the decision that's going to be best for the organization yeah. overall. So you, you know, using that smoking example, that was such a good example. Like, you know, well, you, you may fall, you may fall in the category of someone that smokes. And if that smoke break is going to be taken away, you still have to be on the side of what's right for the organization. Not mm-hmm. just, okay, I'm going to agree with it only because I don't smoke. Oh, when it benefits me. Only when it benefits me. And so many, you know, leaders and just people overall, they agree with something because it benefits them. No, you know what? If it's right, it's right. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. It's wrong no no matter what. You know what I mean? Like I, I I'm reminded of um just just this past year, like when Jalen was in basketball season, we had a parent that just kind of like went completely bonkers about an issue that she felt like was unfair. And at the beginning of the season, it wasn't a problem. But when they, like the beginning of the season, when they beat our team, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem for us and it wasn't a problem for them. Now, when they lost against us, the more recent game, I mean, she was just bananas. Like she was going off about, oh, this isn't fair. Like this, no, none of the circumstances have changed, but it didn't benefit you. So now it's a problem. Like a problem isn't a problem until it's your problem. Mm. That is, wow. That is a lesson in itself. Yeah. Another day. (laughs) A problem isn't a problem until it's your problem. Now, listen, when you don't buy into the vision, production will be low. Just know that. Yeah. If, if you don't buy into the vision and you don't align with the vision, production will be low. Mm-hmm. However, if you buy into the vision and you align with the vision, production will be high and success will be inevitable. Mm-hmm. So it's super important that you understand that. As we continue to grow in this leadership journey, we continue to get very, um, very good at what we do. And you understand that you need to be Good at what you do, but be great at who you are. Mm-hmm. Be authentic. Be yourself. Be your very best self. Because every day you have an opportunity to impact your organization. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as adding value to that organization. Mm-hmm. It can be very simple as supporting a vision. It can be simple as aligning with the vision. You have the power to make a difference right where you are. I I love coming on the lives. We enjoy doing the lives, but it's 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 not we don't come on out here just to say things. We want to equip you to take action. Time for sitting on the sidelines is over. You will go further in life if you take action. You need to take massive actions. You need to take steps towards your vision your dream the way that you do that is as soon as you learn something from our lives go implement it don't wait till tomorrow don't wait till the next day 
implement it. Write down what you're going to do and go execute, mm-hmm. right? Everything that you learn, you learn it for a reason. You fail, you learn, you implement. You learn, you grow, you implement. Mm-hmm. You have to implement. The most successful people didn't learn and then go back home. They executed. They learned and then they implemented. So it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, before we, you know, before we close, if you are a leader, you know, yourself and you have that responsibility to to cast that vision, it's so important that you make sure that your vision is clear you make sure your vision is creative and that you continuously let people know what that vision is. That is so important. Like if you think about a teacher in a classroom, like she has to get creative yep. with those students because guess what? You may have some students that are visual learners. You mm-hmm. may have some students that are hands-on. You may have some hey, students Lisa. that are, um, you know, audio learners. Mm-hmm. So you have to get creative with it and you have to continuously go over that vision because you're going to have people that are going to be coming in and out. You're going to have people that are going to go on vacation and they're going to mm-hmm. come back and they're going to completely forget everything that they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So it's const- it's super important that you're constantly reinforcing those things and casting reminding people, mm-hmm. casting that casting that vision. Like it should be everywhere. People should know exactly what we're doing. Like it shouldn't be a question because I know every day, as soon as we walk in here, I know every day what our values are in our family, because mm-hmm. you know what? It's not going to change based on the situation Absolutely. or based on the circumstance. Our vision is going to be the same no matter what. So make sure your vision is clear, make sure it's creative and make sure it's continual. Also, if you're a leader, it's important to know that when you are wanting to motivate and inspire people to kind of, uh, um, adopt that vision and follow that vision mm-hmm. that you motivate them in the way where they feel like, you know what, this cannot happen without me mm. versus having yep. that mentality of letting people know, well, whether or not you, you get on board or not, you get on board or not like <laughs> yep. it's going to happen. Like who's motivated by that? Who's motivated by knowing that, you know what, you're going to get the job done. You're going to do it with or without me. But when you tell somebody like, Hey, you know what? We cannot do this without you. We don't want to do this without you. Mm -hmm. Like this would not happen. We would not be able to do this on a day-to-day basis if it was not for what you're doing and for what you do in this organization. So letting people know that what they're doing is adding value to the vision. This is how this helps and add value to the vision. This is how this contributes to what we do on a day-to-day basis. It's so important. No matter what that person is doing, if it's cleaning the bathrooms, if it's, you know, the CEO or the organization, the top leader, whoever, it's important that they have an understanding that how what they're doing contributes to the ultimate vision. Like we cannot do this if this isn't done. We cannot do this if what you're doing isn't done right. So you're important to our organization. We value you. We value what you do. And we don't want to do this without you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and that brings up a great point. So I I share this story a lot and and I wanted to share it with you guys. I don't know if I've shared it from this angle. So when I, when I first came in the military, one of the things that I, that I enjoyed was my job. I absolutely loved my job. Now, unfortunately I had to change jobs, but when I came in the military, I knew what I brought to the fight. I knew that my job directly impacted the the Air Force mission. I put planes in the air. I knew it. I I breathed it. I lived it. I, I lived it. 
I knew exactly what I did. And so it was so easy for me to get up and go, I'm making a difference. And then I switched over to medical. And although I got the job that I wanted, it was like eyeballs. Matt, right? Like, like what, what do eyeballs do, right? How do they contribute to the mission? How do mission? they contribute to the mission? But when you have a leader that can show you mm-hmm. the greatness that you have in you and what you do mm. and how it makes a difference, yes. you can change the world. So I started thinking, how can I get the people around me to buy into this the way that I bought into maintenance? So I started thinking, listen, the planes, they can't go in the air if those mechanics can't see. Well, the pilots can't see. Oh, mm-hmm. The pilots can't put the bombs on target if they can't see. Brilliant. Oh, man. Check this out. Everybody that goes to eat at the cafeteria or at one of the places on base, if the people that cook can't see, you're going to get some salty food. Who has the best job in the Air Force? This guy. But I had to consistently understand that what I do was important because guess what? I may not be putting million dollars in the air, but I maximize the human the human weapon system every mm. single day. That's so good. My job is more important than any job because of what I do. If you can't see, you can't function. Mm. Our slogan for our career field for my job is if you can't see them, you can't shoot them. So guess what? Mm. It's important that you have two eyes to see. Yeah. But it's more important that you understand what you bring to the fight mm-hmm. every day. Whether you are a medic, whether you are a police officer, whether you are a storyteller, what you do mm-hmm. is important. That story can inspire somebody to become the next astronaut, to become the next president. But it's only going to happen if you share your story. Absolutely. And you have to know the value that you bring every day. So like Sharita said, you're valuable. You're extremely valuable. Mm -hmm. And you need to tell everybody around you that they are valued. Mm -hmm. Because they are. Unfortunately, we've gotten to the point that if you're not the president, if you're Mm -hmm. not the CEO, if you're not Mm -hmm. this person, that you're not important. Listen, VIP... Is everybody. I tell my people every day. Everybody that walks through that door is a VIP. You treat everybody like a VIP. You stand up for everybody. You greet everybody. You acknowledge everybody. You have fun with everybody. You treat everybody like if they're special. They're the last person and the first person you'll ever meet. Because when you do that, People will see that they're valued and they will value you. Mm-hmm. And in order for you to feel that way and get that kind of mindset and concept about, you know, what you do now mm-hmm. versus what you did before when you first joined the military, you had to remind, you probably had to remind yourself of that yeah. often. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it's so easy to forget. That's why it's important to do it, you know, Every continually, mm-hmm. you know, not just, it's not just a one-time thing. Okay. Yes. This is important. This is, this is valuable. This is mm-hmm. how I add value to the vision, but you have to remind yourself of 
why you're doing it, yes. what you're doing it, how important it is on a regular, continual basis in order to keep you going, in order to keep you motivated yeah. and striving in that direction. To stay fired up. Yeah, absolutely. And so so as we bring this in for a landing, um, hey, Nikki, we want to let you guys know you are valued. Make sure if you're a leader that you cast the vision consistently. Make sure you involve people in the vision mm-hmm. because if you don't, that vision will be attacked, will be ignored, but seldom be adopted. And that's what we talked about tonight. Those three components of your vision as a leader, how you need to in- include people in your vision so that you can be successful. All right. Now, as always, you guys already know, we want you to go out and dominate your space. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent keep going never give up on your goals or on your dreams now remember go out and dominate your space this is the leadership legacy